0: It's the Conf Lab. It means an intimate or private discussion or conversation. Welcome back to the Conf Lab, everyone. So glad you're here. So whether you are laying on your back... We're having a real crack. Just stoked to have you in the room with us today. This is episode 20. So, whether you're listening to this in 2222 or whether you're listening to it in 2022, just really wrap that people listen to this stuff. Really stoked to build building a community and really, really uh, inspired by some of the feedback that I get and some of the people that I get to talk to. In, in the room and, and so on. So thank you. Big heartfelt gratitude to everyone who listens and reviews and likes and subscribes and all that sort of stuff. We're just here to get a message out and the message is pretty simple. You can do what you don't believe you can. And so that's what we're all about is trying to build that inspiration for people. <clears throat> this series has been about resilience and it's been pretty awesome so far. We've had some amazing people on our last guest, Elliot Chenery, who, if you listen to the episode, who went from, you know, criminal organisations because he didn't fit anywhere else to actually changing his life completely and now being the most humble person who knows what he can do with his bare hands because he went and joined the French Foreign Legion and learnt the art of war but the bigger art that he learnt through that was how to love better and first love yourself. So, amazing episode, everyone. I, I really encourage everyone to listen to that. I mean, actually, everyone we've had on Gordo, Amandy, Robbo, they've all been brilliant so far. And we've got another great guest coming up next, next week as well. Um, and I won't give anything away there. So, tune in. It's been great to have you here. So, today's episode is about the pivot. And, uh, you know, we all love a quote you know, building, res- I've got this one here, building resilience, turning lemons into lemonade. Well, you know what? Get stuffed. If life hands you lemons, you don't have to take them because there's something given to you. You can actually refuse. So if life hands you lemons, give them back. Don't pick them up. <laughs> Simple as that. Like I would not pick up a lemon if one was coming at me. I would just go, no, nah, this is not my lot. I'm going after something better. So change the language on that quote. If life gives you lemons, turn into lemonade. no. No, we're just going to hand them back. Thanks very much. Um, So building resilience to handle what is coming. You know, the ability to pivot well because there's going to be storms. There's going to be things that you need to shift yourself around when they come at you. So like if someone's chucking lemons at you, if you're able to dodge and weave. But the most important thing in life is to be able to see when to pivot, to see when to make the change. You know, when should we – change our mindset? are we so dug in are, are so dug in on this motive and this ambition to move forward that we can't see that maybe we need to shift and change our direction because life has something better for us. And I believe that I fully believe that life has something better for us sometimes we're so single minded and so bloody minded on our things that we we choose not to pivot we choose to keep going and i'm going to make this work i'm going to it's just going to i'm going to i'm going to i'm going to like that but sometimes we need to get our head up above the clouds take a good look around and go what's the next move so franklin d roosevelt had this quote and it's it's so true that Smooth seas won't produce skillful sailors. So adversity is going to happen. Things are going to come up against us, but they should be teaching us resilience the whole time. They should be able to teach us for us to return back to normal, for us to get back to that nice, calm state where we should be able to make great decisions from, that, that state where, okay, the, the world's going on around us. And you've heard me say this so many times so far on some of these episodes, learning how to be calm in the chaos learning how to do that. And that will be the ability to pivot. You should never pivot from a chaotic moment. It should never be reactive. It should always be responsive, right? Take stock of everything and let's go, you know, let's make this decision. Resilience is not the resistance to change. It's the ability to see when change needs to happen. And when is it right time to pivot? One of my dad's great statements, and for those of you who don't know who my dad was, he was a traveling minister that served the church community his whole life. He was absolutely amazing at it and built such an incredible legacy around that. But he was also a very, very wise person outside of that. He was so wise with some of the things that he adapted to his life and adopted. And he pivoted plenty of times. He could see when he was wrong and he made the change. But he said this. He said that you can't steer a stationary ship. You can only steer a moving one. So that's our first thing with with making the pivot is like we've still got to keep going. We've still got to keep moving and we've got to be able to see when we need to pivot before things stop. Otherwise, it's, it takes a lot longer to try and move things. You know, don't wait until you stop. Don't wait until all the brakes are on. You've got to actually be able to see. And that's the real art of leadership is is being able to forecast when things may not be going in the direction you know they should be and if you're a business owner or, or a father, then you might have a lot of other people around you with wisdom giving you advice of, oh, we need to do this, we need to do that, but as a leader, You need to be able to take it all in and go, at the end of the day, I'm making this decision. I've got to be aware at all times of, is there a need for pivot? Is there a need? Should we pivot? Should we change? And that's having some resilience in that area. Vision is huge for resilience. It's huge. So it's the ability for you to be able to get your head up out of the clouds, away from all of the other commentary and see what needs to happen. See how things are going. See... If you're a leader and you've established something or you're a business owner, you're a father or or whatever, you're even a leader in a business or, or whatever stage you're at, you need that time away from all other commentary, from all other opinion, from all other best, you know, best wishing and best motive opinions and ideas for you, because you're the one with the idea, you're the one with the leadership to lead things forward. So you've got to be the one that, with the leadership to pivot. And so it's it's a matter of you getting by yourself, getting up your head up out of the clouds. You know, some people go bush. I like solitude, get up my toes on the sand, get myself in some salt water. And we've heard that from Mandy and we've heard quite a lot of people say they do different things, but it is so important for leadership. It is so important for you to get above the clouds, above the tree line, see further than what everyone else can see. So you know what's coming and you know like there's going to be a storm coming. There's going to be something happening. It may look like a gamble as well. It may look like this pivot could be a real gamble here. I don't know if it's the right thing to do. It's a gamble. But educate yourself. Use data. Like that's the other thing is when you see you need a pivot, don't just make – decision really quickly and go, right, we're changing now. There's no good decisions made in haste. There never is. Take your time with it. Sleep on it. Talk to people about it. Here's here's this one here. Educating yourself on risk is really important when it comes to pivot. I've seen, and I've made these decisions myself, and I'm going to use a story shortly about uh, a business that we started, uh, some software that we built. And making decisions by myself and shifting and changing really quickly has taught me that there is no good outcome in a hasty decision. It must be educated well. Yes, you might look like a genius for pivoting, or you might look. It may it may seem that, but educate yourself well. You know, do a cost, do a CBA, do a cost benefit analysis. You know, once you've got the idea to shift. Okay, let's look at it properly. Let's do the risk management. You know, there's no smart builder starts building a building without first doing the cost analysis first. Like you will only get halfway through the building and not be able to finish it. And that's not the right way to move forward. Do on whatever move you're going to make in business, whatever change that you've got to do, you need to do some risk assessment, some cost benefit analysis. It doesn't make you look like you're not making a, a right decision. It makes you look like you're making a wise decision it's time to pivot. We've seen the needs to change. Let's do some risk assessment. That's when you get back with your team. You get come back out of solitude, get back with your team. Okay, how are we going to move forward? What are the risks, this risk mitigation plan that we can have with this move? And, and I'm not just talking to business owners. I'm talking to every person because you might be in a toxic relationship. You might be. You, you may need to pivot from people that you hang out with. And and I'm not saying do a CBA on the relationships you've got, but you need to you need to know that there's time to pivot. And wherever you pivot to, you need to go, is this riskier or is this going to be more beneficial for me? And sometimes you need to sit with people and ask the questions because you can't see the answers for yourself. Get advice from someone who's looking from an external view. I like this one. My coach Robbo says the 30-foot view, so it actually zooms out and looks from a 30-foot position, and he uses that all the time. It's a great way of of looking at this is find someone who can give you the advice from external that's got the wisdom. Now, here's the two factors that I will actually add to that. When you're getting advice, there's two factors that come into the person that you get the advice from. Number one, you trust that person you trust them implicitly, and number two, they have the efficacy or the proven efficacy in the area that you're asking for advice on. So I'll give you an example. I trust my wife with my life, but she has no efficacy when it comes to a software as a service. So I can't take her advice on on some of those matters. So I trust my son but he has no efficacy on some of the matters that I need. I've, I've found people that have got great advice with software and with the business moves that I want, but I don't trust them. So it's really important that you hone down on that. External view must come from someone that you trust and has the efficacy in the area. And if they don't, they're willing to go and get that knowledge for you. Really important. And here's the last point that I want to share before I get into the story. Once you go, don't look back. Don't have a backup plan. Back yourself. It's the most important point. This is the most important point. You know, we had don't wait to stop till you pivot. Vision, solitude, most important. Don't take the gamble without first doing a risk analysis. Do a CBA. Get advice from someone with a 30-foot view. And here's the kicker. This is the most important point. Back yourself. Once you go, don't look back. There's no could-haves, would-haves, should-haves, or have-to-haves. There's you, believe in you, and go for it. Once it's time to pivot, you've got your team behind you, or you're there by yourself, whatever it is you're doing and whatever it is you want to achieve in life, back yourself 100%. Don't go back, keep going. It's going to be bloody hard. Believe me, it will be hard. It will be hard, but here's the mindset you need to, to have with it's going to be hard. It's also going to be adventure and it's also going to make me. And I've heard so many people with that saying, forget about success in whatever they're trying to achieve. The journey will be hard, but it'll be adventurous, but it will make you. It'll make you the person that you want to become. And we heard from one of the previous episodes that Gandhi says, be the change you want to see in the world. It's going to be hard. It's going to be adventurous but it's worth it because it'll make you. It'll make you into that person that will bring the change that you want to see in the world, your change, your area. So four years ago uh, I had a, um, I don't know, moment of inspiration or whatever. Like I was really frustrated in my business. I'm just going to close my laptop and move that out of the way. I, I really frustrated in my business with doing something. Like I wanted to try and get a – project management tool that was working for what I was doing. And I'm limited knowledge, limited understanding, a tradey background, and had a desire to see change in this area. And so I got really frustrated and I couldn't find the software that would, would, would benefit me. So I did, with my older brother, I did what's called a mind map and found all these different stages uh, that would benefit what I needed and each stage had certain amount of points in it and, and it was quite huge and large And but I realised that I had a lot of knowledge of how to make things simpler and that was my biggest desire is to always make things simpler, make it easier and we, we know that to make things easy is not easy. There's so many moving parts to simple, it's not funny and I got that inspiration a little bit from Steve Jobs who's, if you look at Apple's uh, image if you look at their their marketing image and their logos and everything it all looks simple but that's one of the most complex things that they've they've developed over the years it's a very complex piece of software that they use it's complex uh, you know the, the stuff they build but they look simple so to make things look simple is not easy and so what we had was this my map and I didn't know what to do with it and then uh, uh, talking with a few people and talking with a few friends I thought oh I, I was asked about maintenance, and and they have these companies have problems reporting their maintenance, and they have problems, and contractors have problems getting paid for maintenance on time, and and then maintenance gets reported and it doesn't get done, and all this sort of stuff. So I actually changed the My Map and built what's called Simply Click. And the Simply Click is a what's known as an MMS or a CMMS, which is a computerized maintenance management solution, and. We got after it. We came up with the idea. We started building out the flow and the forms. Uh, I found some great developers here on the coast, and we got after it. We we thought, listen, let's let's do this. So we we built this app and this uh, software for a, a portal, and it's. Looks very, very simple and it's actually easier to use than Instagram, to be honest with you. It really is. You could take a photo, put a report in, bang, hit the button, that's it done and then head office has all their time saved because they get the reports come through. They can click it through to the contractor. The contractor, he gets the job done and gets paid pretty easy. That's simply the flow of it, really nice and easy. But it's been such a journey and, you know, we would get to a point where we've been we've – been, putting in the resources, putting in the resources, spending the time on it, spending the money on it, making sure it's, it's right and, and it's better and, and we keep growing in and it. And we pull the trigger and got it developed. And then when it was released, you know, I had this mindset, oh, it's released now, it'll just go. I had no idea. And that's what I'm saying about doing a CBA, doing a cost-benefit analysis. And I did some of it. I had a mentor, I did some of it, but I didn't do it all the way in. And, and you know, we're down the rabbit hole quite, quite financially with this, building this system. And I had to make a decision. And it was probably pride, I would say, that kept me going. No, I'm gonna make this thing successful. No, I'm gonna make this thing successful. But all the while all the while, in the you know, in, in another part of my life, I'd been going back and forth to India a couple of times to have my mouth reconstructed and absolutely fell in love with India. And and I remember just spending some time in solitude and I have this desire. I remember when I was walking the streets of Mumbai and stepping over families and kids who are sleeping on the streets and men who'd leave the rural areas and leave their families to come and make money in the city and they end up sleeping in cabs because they can't make any money anyway and they can't send any back. And it absolutely devastated me to see that level of poverty. Now, we have poverty in Australia uh, and I'm talking about financial poverty because I believe there's more than one thing about poverty. I believe you could be the wealthiest person in the world financially and still be impoverished because of your mindset. So it, all the while I'm building this system, there's this other thing going off in me about what are you going to do about this state of people? Because I don't you know what you could say there's, there's need here in Australia, and yes, I'm an Australian, but I don't consider myself an Australian before I consider myself a human. And I don't know if that's simple for people to understand. But I don't—I've never have. I've never considered—I'm proud to be an Aussie. I, I, and I love our our character, and I love our our culture. And and I'm—I've—I've I've been so blessed with learning some of the indigenous stuff from our our our, our indigenous culture, our indigenous people. And I've even scratched the surface because I think that's such a deep culture. We need to learn from it. But I don't consider myself an Australian before I consider myself a human. First, I'm a human. And so these people, they're humans before they're Indians the way I see it. That's how I see it. And I don't ask anyone else to see it that way. I just see it that way. And that's my perspective. And i have I believe that, you know, I live in the... In the top 5% of the world's population with wealth, I'm considered to be the top 5% wealthiest people in the world because I don't live like that. And so I believe that we, we all should be burdened with a mission. You know, you've know, you heard me talk about purpose. And without a, without a mission attached to our purpose, the purpose becomes about us. It becomes selfish. So here I am building this system, this software system, and having this other stuff going on, on inside me. And I know I'm talking about resilience and, and the pivot and the the ability to hand back the lemons today, but there's a point to my story. So we keep going with this resource, and I, I think it might have been blind pride, but but I don't. When I look back at it myself, I go, no, there was another part of my spirit, or part of my soul, was was crying out, "You need to do this because there needs to be help in the world." And so we got to, I think around September, or no, July 2021, and I was at a really point of frustration. I'd engaged Mia, our daughter, to be a part of the business, and she was not paid. She was actually putting in her time with her business um, <clears throat> a few hours a week or whatever she could do, and we were both really frustrated because we couldn't get leads, and I realised actually it wasn't even a business then. It was just an app. It worked well. It, it, it looked pretty but it wasn't even a business. So with this is – and this is the important part. So with the advice of people and with a CBA, like with a cost-benefit analysis uh, and with the 30-foot view, we, I grabbed a group of people and I grabbed my coach, Robbo, and I said, this is the scenario. We either can this now and I just write it off as a, a great experience and the expense or we have to go all in. And that's what I could see. That was the moment where I had got myself up out of the clouds, my head over the trees, and looked. And all I could see was what we could do with Simply Click. That's what it's called. With Simply Click to benefit this, to benefit these people, to benefit others. We, we could inspire, we could release this podcast. You know, we, we could inspire people all around the globe to to believe that they can do what they don't believe they can. And we can help where there's poverty, financial poverty. We can help resource. We can go and learn and understand how to love better from these people while we're just giving them some money, <laughs> which is mind-blowing because we're just giving them some money or we're just giving them some resources, but we'll learn more love and more acceptance from them and forgiveness from them than we will from our <coughs> Western society. Excuse me. So here we are at this point and it was a tipping point for me and I didn't for one minute think it would be easy after that. I never had that thought but we we decided to go all in. We employed Mia as our general manager and then the work started. Uh, within three months it then became a viable business. We still hadn't had any clients in it but it had the business framework and we've got other businesses that support us at the moment, that support us financially. And so then we turned the corner this year and started working hard. We've got got clients now starting to operate within our system and it's a beautiful system. It works so well. But I can't get away from the fact that, yeah, it might have been blind pride that kept me going and there was a point that I had to pivot and I had the resilience to do it because I could see, and here's the point to all this, I could see there was a mission. There was people who needed help. And what my number one value in me, in my business, my family, is we help. We're generous people. And I'm not flexing here at all because I do believe that every person should be this, that we will put others first after we've put ourselves first. When we're whole and happy and healthy, then we can help. And so I hope that's been a really good example, and a really good story. There's an, an ability to pivot at the right time. Go after those points that I said. Get right advice. Get your head up out of the clouds. Don't stop before you pivot, and then back yourself all the way. We now have. Uh, I, I love Simply Click and what it what it can do, and I'm looking forward to the future of being able to help many many companies report their maintenance really seamlessly and really quickly. It's a beautiful tool, but I'm I'm more excited about the fact that it is a it is a purpose. It is a provision for a purpose. You know, my purpose is to inspire people to go after what they don't believe they can. But if that's it, without a mission, I'm a selfish being. I can't wait. We're going in March. My wife and I, we're heading off to India for two and a half weeks to connect with people over there that I've. we've already met some of them, um, to see what we can do, to see what, what, where we can help. But I'm not going to just do stuff in India, believe me. We're, we're, we want to build a, a legacy and an organisation that's going to help people get up off their feet and, and get going in life. So I hope that this has inspired you today. If whatever state you're in, whether you've bought a blue bus, <laughs> that's a shout out to Robo and Marie, wh- whatever state you're in, don't stop. But pivot at the right time. Get your head up out of the clouds and have a look. You're going to see a beautiful change, a, a way to do it. And then during this process of building Simply Click and this whole year, it has not been easy. We've had to continue to resource this thing. But I believe in the mission. Yes, I believe in my purpose. I believe in the mission. And that's what's driving me. And I, I remember I had this moment the other day, you know, how do you keep going when, When it doesn't look, when when the skies are gray, how do you keep going? And I had this moment, I'm sitting there in solitude and I had these words drop into my spirit and it just said, don't be driven for success over the fear of failure. Be driven by the purpose that you're doing it for. And the purpose is these beautiful people that need help. The purpose is a financial legacy for my family. The purpose is freedom for people. So I, I'm going to check out here. Thanks for tuning in. I'm really looking forward to the next episode we're about to record. That was the end of another episode. Thanks so much for tuning in today. If you've enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to rate, review and subscribe as this will help me get my message out to more people. If you've heard anything today that has resonated with you, please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at Nath Cartledge All the other ways to contact me will be in the show notes. I'd love to chat and hear your thoughts. Can't wait to ConfLab next week.